0: Politics and precious metals, currency and current events. And from Bitcoin to banksters, this is the Wise Wolf Golden Crypto Show. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Arderburn and Kenzie. I'm not going to do it. I'm not doing it.
1: You have to. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do it. You have to jump in right at your cue. Here, I'll turn the music down just slightly. I, but you did. You jumped in. So it's on record, ladies and gentlemen. She recognizes the gunshot as her cue to jump into the show. <laughs> All right. This is the Wise Wolf Gold and Crypto Show. I'm Tony Arterburn. I am one of your hosts. The other host is with me here. It's Kenzie. She is the slayer of normalcy bias, Gen Z researcher, uh, crypto analyst, gold bug, Silver stacker. What else? Doomsday. Uh, prepper.
0: Doomsday prepper. There you go. That just makes me sound like one of those weirdos. But I guess if you had a TV show come out here, you know, there's plenty of America that would be like, well, she is pretty weird. Uh, so that's yeah, OK. We,
1: we, we can all agree that you're weird. Uh, but yeah. we like you're weird. That's why we tune in. If we if we if were looking at normal, they're not going to give us any good information.
0: No, normal's, normal's
1: <laughs> not helping out right now. No. <laughs> Matter of fact, let me let me start the show off today. I'm gonna this is the third show I'm gonna read this on. And it's a quote from Jerome Powell. Um Uh-oh. let me let me pull this up. This was I read this on the David Knight show and I read it on my radio show. Let me find it real quick. This was his testimony um from Wednesday. And he talked about, uh, he says, we don't want to have to cause a, a recession and we don't think we'll cause a recession. <laughs> this is, this is his language. He's, he's talking about, uh, you know, we don't think we will, and we don't think we'll have to. Did you catch that? Oh yeah.
0: I watched it's, both days live.
1: Yes, yeah, so The quote, the Raven put out an article in, in one of his interviews and I, and I had to read it more, more than a few times to figure that out. I'm like, this is really going on. Like he actually said that. And it's just in, it's in congressional testimony. So let me see if I can find the exact quote. Of course, I, I pulled up every one of your show notes, but that one. And uh, that's the way, that's the way it goes here at, at uh, 3 PM <laughs> on, a, on a Saturday. Uh, we've had both Kinsey and I've had a full week. Uh, But we've got a great show uh, yet to go. Here it says, an economic downturn is certainly a possibility. We are not trying to provoke, and we do not think we will need to provoke a recession. But we do think it's absolutely essential to curtail inflation.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Does anybody else think that's just the most bizarre thing? We don't think we will need to provoke one. But uh, but it is important to curtail inflation, so that's what I wanted to read.
0: Goodness Unbelievable. And we're in like, a bad position because, you know, if they continue doing what they're doing and level that up and do what we probably should do, right, you get a recession. But if we continue on the path that we have been on, we get hyperinflation. We're dealing with this double-edged sword, and everybody listening needs to be ready for either side of, of what comes.
1: Yeah, it's like uh, there was a story out last week talking about, you know, the the amount of product that is going to go down in price after we reach a certain, you know, crescendo after after it collapses, where you have inflation driving up, inflating the bubble. You've got energy prices uh, driving that as well. And then eventually it just there's a domino effect, you know, it just implodes. Mm-hmm. and um people were saying the the bargains the deals are going to come <laughs> out of this so it just it, and it really begs the question like what is it hyperinflation is it deflation is it stagflation um Gerald Schmitt calls it dragflation
0: dragflation <laughs> <laughs> what's weird is like in the past whenever um i used to have my own shows and stuff i actually talked about and people would get so confused that i think that we would enter a time that is extremely deflationary but also extremely inflationary. And if anybody is confused still today, whenever you're hearing this now, I'm willing to bet that if you went to a Costco, a Walmart or wherever today, right now, I'm willing to bet that there's a number of TVs that are super discounted, a pack of batteries that's super discounted. You know, your your stuff that isn't exactly needed, but our gas, your food, things that you absolutely have to have, will continue to get more expensive. Um, So it's just a shift as far as, you know, where people will be putting their money and what's most important to them because these big retail folks, they still want to sell you something. I mean, this is America. You need more stuff. Whatever they can do to get you to have more stuff.
1: You need more things.
0: More things.
1: We used to make things in this country, and that was the point of our economy. This is what I gleaned from history. You know, we we started out as a as a manufacturing <laughs> base. We made things. We were a creditor, and now we borrow. We're a debtor, and we consume mm-hmm. and not produce. It's,
0: it's crazy to see, you know, what is what has happened, and you know, honestly, that's probably why the work ethic just isn't the same, either, in people today, and even people that are older than me. Um, you know, you really think about it, like America, literally. There were men that built skyscrapers and like men built the Panama Canal. And like now, now we don't really do anything. So.
1: No, we don't. And that was
0: like during a time where you didn't have the same technology that we have today, Tony. So it was like brute force and just, you know, people, massive numbers. And now. No, now you probably just have like one robot that could put a building together, I guess, and a couple of supervisors, right?
1: But <laughs> well, you're forgetting we this. Welcome to the future, Kenzie. You can now take pictures of your food and share them with people that you don't know. Did you know that's that's we didn't get flying cars. <laughs> we didn't get space travel. We didn't get, you know, we, we didn't get the fountain of youth or breakthroughs and anything. We Well, you can take a picture of your food. And if you're a certain political persuasion, you can have social media. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Did you know that? And we, we, that's what we make now. We, may, we we manufacture. Hashtag
0: avocado toast.
1: That's right. That's, that's right. That's the
0: millennial thing, right?
1: Exactly. You're, you're not a millennial. We have to remind the audience. <laughs> uh, you sent me this link. The Fed balance sheet increased this week, which likely surprised people. They've increased the balance sheet by about $20 billion this month. Not, not a really big deal. Not $20 billion is nothing. Uh so to hit their goal of reducing it by 47.5 billion they need to sell 67 billion over the next <laughs> week. <laughs> so it doesn't seem likely. QT is a bluff so far, which means quantitative tightening. So they yes. they've raised rates. Yeah. Um and it's 75 basis points, so it was a 0.75 an actual point. They're thinking about they've said and they've signaled that there may be 100 basis points, which is a full point next month. Um I don't know that this, this whole scenario, you look at, um, uh, you know, the white house says it's Putin's price hike and it's really Putin's profit spike. He's doing well. Um, even Jerome Powell pushed back on Putin's price hike and he should know because, you know, I was doing the show yesterday and thinking about that quote from Larry Fink, the CEO of BlackRock and he said that uh, inflation is caused by nationalism. And I thought, well, that's ironic because I think you caused inflation. <laughs> you know, you he, he blames nationalism and I, I blame Larry Fink. So, um, you know, these, these uh, mega corporations and the giant banks, uh, which I'm pretty sure, you know, Trump merged those two things. If I'm mm-hmm. I know that uh, there's a really tight connection and relationship between BlackRock and the federal reserve. So Uh, No, they, they really, this is interesting. It's like, they're waging a psychological war on the currency. And Mm -hmm. uh, I want to get your take on that because if you really wanted to stop inflation, you'd have to go Paul Volcker. I mean, I know they raised rates more than they have in 24 years, but that's with this sort of, of volume in the, in the money supply, you know, they did, they put rates in the teens back in the late seventies. There's no way they can do anything like that now. I mean, what is this? Is it just buying them time? Is it showing that they're trying? Is it, what is it?
0: Maybe it is just buying time, you know, because you notice this week, you know, markets have kind of, I'm not going to say that everything's over, but they've kind of like stabilized and markets across the board, um, commodities, your stocks and cryptos. So it seems like we've bought some time. You also have people that think, "Oh, okay, this is over, so now it's safe to get in." And I'm like, "No, no, it's still hot. Don't touch it." Um, so I, it's buying time. It's and they're. Tr- I really think that they're trying to decide right now which direction are we going to go because it's either depression or hyperinflation that leads to. I mean, either way, you get either one, and you're looking at a depression. It's just which one takes longer to get there. So, and thinking- and uh, with the balance sheet thing, like that's the public, that's the public balance sheet that we're allowed to know about. We know that they have balance sheets that we have no clue the amount of assets that are on there. And right. I saying think that the, that's <laughs> you're
1: saying the Federal Reserve. Our federal branch is is not uh, transparent.
0: Uh, not
1: That's 100%. A Sorry. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Sorry. kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, there's no oversight in a private bank. It's not federal and it's not a reserve. There's no reserves there. What, what brilliant what brilliant language that thing is. When they came mm-hmm. up with that on Jekyll Island, the creature from Jekyll Island back uh, on November 22nd, 1910. Um, here's a, another article you sent me from Reuters. Hey, Reuters is a um, a direct link to the Rothschild Bank. Uh, Fed is shredding forward guidance for good or ill. Explain mm-hmm. to me, uh, the forward guidance.
0: So, as of I guess for years and years now, forward guidance is a tool from the Fed that kind of you know, this is their idea of the transparency of this is what we're going to do, make your investments appropriately, and whether you're the little bitty guy or you're JP Morgan. This is great for you because you know that the Fed has your back and what they're buying. And it's sort of like this safety net. And a lot of people hate this, but, you know, one of the best ways to invest for years now has been to move with the Fed and not so much against them. Now, all of this is probably about to come crumbling down because without forward guidance, we don't really know what's about to happen, you know, and they could say, hey. Next month, we're raising interest rates 75 basis points, maybe 100. What if they only do 25? What if they did 300? We have no idea what comes next. And as for market volatility across the board, oh, man, it just gets crazy. (laughs) It can get crazy pretty fast, actually. So that's a little bit concerning. Just a little bit.
1: Just As the article says, just three months ago on March 4th, Fed uh, Chief Jerome Powell told reporters that an outsized interest rate of 75 basis points was not something the central bank's policy committee was actively considering as part of a planned series of rate hikes to rein in 40-year high inflation. <laughs> what a difference a couple of months makes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, they've certainly got a problem. Uh, they're the ones that created it not yeah. sure that you know if you're going to go back to the same the same people who set the house on fire to to put it out I guess uh that's what we're doing in this country um but it's causing a lot of shakeups in other areas that we'll talk about uh, here a little bit later in the show I've got a little bit of news on gold which um Kenzie there's not a, there's not a lot of of news on precious metals that people don't already know which is uh hard to do a, a golden crypto podcast on but I think there's some insight going on. I mean, you can you can glean a little bit from the headlines. Um, You can take a little bit away uh, from what's going on. That I think you'll um, what is this like a prognostication of what could be? Um, Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Like I can take I can take a a look at the headlines and say, well, there's a strong dollar is causing the uh, price of gold to, and then of course the anticipation of rate hikes is causing gold to go down. I'm like, why would gold go down on that? That would (laughs) because again. The the economy suffers, and when the economy suffers and people want safe havens, they go to precious metals.
0: Exactly. I I heard some interesting news during the week. Did you hear that the U.S. Mint had put distributors on notice that their allocations are getting cut for the foreseeable future? Um, I think I actually, I'm pretty sure I retweeted that. Um, So that would be on my Twitter. Yeah, and so it also says that premiums may be going up on U.S. Mint Gold products.
1: More more. Premiums. More. more. <laughs> uh well, it's uh interesting. Um, I brought some coins on the show. Uh for those on the video viewing audience. I've got uh I got some American Eagles uh here in stock. Don't you like that sound? I love uh, that sound. I've got I've got a few of them here, actually more than a few. I've bought a lot of gold lately and I haven't had time to market it. So I looked on J M Bullion and American Gold Eagle is going for about nineteen ninety five uh i will sell an american gold eagle for nineteen fifty so you want to contact me monday price is good through monday um but i'll sell one for nineteen fifty again that is a a check price no fees and we'll have to figure out some shipping but 1950 and uh you can go direct i've got a direct pay link but i've got Enough to fill an order, and I've also got some MS62s, uh, PCGS and NGC, I believe, uh, of some MS62 20 gold liberties, uh, that I've got in stock. These are all you know, at the they're in the slab.
0: In the and slab, do, that's sl- those some people that's all they'll buy is slab stuff.
1: I've got I've looked online, you can find these things for up to like 2200, $2, I'll let them go for 2000, but you got to pay, you got to. No fees, no credit cards unless you want to want to pay the credit card fees. it's three percent. Um, yeah, and I've got a I've got this is just a few other things, but I wanted to bring them up. I've got an m s sixty one ten dollar uh, gold Liberty and uh, you can call for a price on that, but i may I may let it go for around a thousand or so. We'll see. Um, but you can get in touch with me on Monday. So just a, just a few of the deals. If you watch the live show or if you tune in and you download the podcast, I promised you I'd get, <laughs> I was going to get some deals back. I I've been too busy lately to bring the deals out, but I've got some stuff available and some 10th ounce coins. Uh, oh, real nice. It. Yeah. 10, 10th ounce American Eagles. I got a bunch of them. Uh, looks like, uh, some other economic news. This is, I'm going through Kenzie's links. um, U.S. existing home sales are down 9% from a year ago. Hey, yeah. We, we've been talking about this. Didn't we We predict, have been talking pregnancy? about Then uh, this is a bubble. You know? Yeah.
0: And, you know, it's so hard right now to, to really look at this data because for the last two years, the housing market was on fire. Like literally volcanic activity and kerosene fire. So it's kind of hard to go, oh no, we're in like a problem state. And I know that we are because interest rates going up, that's going to give people a problem. I mean, they literally can't get the same house that they could have got a couple months ago just because of interest rates. Um, It's just something to keep an eye on. But what's really interesting to me, Tony, is if this continues, I think that we could see the housing market kind of maybe snowball faster than we ever have because typically a housing crash is very slow. And maybe if we get one, it just happens a little faster.
1: Well, I, I think you're right about that. Um, I mean, this is how it usually goes. You, mm-hmm. you have a big boon in the economy. There's lots of currency floating around lots of, you know, when you have a, when you have a home loan, it's is created, you know, that's, this direct tie to the central bank that we have this system of fractional reserve. It's, 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 it's fractional, fractional reserve. Mm -hmm. And um, they just create, they create the currency and that puts a lot of the, into the economy and inflates the economy and people buy things. And then there's more goods and services made. Uh, And then you have the, uh, the transportation costs of those goods. So energy demand goes up. This is kind of a brief overview, at least the way my mind works and the ways I see it. And Mm -hmm. so then, drives the prices up of energy. And then since we're sanctioning ourselves with the issue in Russia, which really hasn't really hurt the Russians, hurting us a great deal. So we, you know, it's our, it's our patriotic goody. by the way, we have to pay $7 <laughs> gasoline, but we're sanctioning ourselves. And so the price goes up and this whole thing blows up. That's the way it always looks to me. I mean, the 2008, so one of the one of the comments in this tweet was, "Looks like two thousand and six. I'm like, yeah, I remember that because I had a real estate company. I was twenty six years old, and uh, I was looking at this going, wow, there's something wrong with doing as many loans, and there's not as much activity. Uh, I see some problems, and you know, it just got worse from there. so and that's when prices really started to kick in on gasoline. Uh,
0: yeah, that, so, and now a, it's just not, insane, It's insane.
1: Not a, good, not a good sign. Um, I
0: saw a terribly funny meme the other day, and I'll just pop this into people's heads. But it was a photo of like a 7-Eleven, and it was like, the prophecy has been foretold. I
1: guess <laughs> it's $7.11. $7. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's too good. That's too good. Well, um, before well, this is a, one of your headlines, and then we'll talk a little bit of gold and silver news. Um, but I saw this the other day. I thought this was cool. You know, there. I was on with David Knight on Thursday, and um, he asked my opinion about Bitcoin and it's where we are. I said, "Look, we're in the currency war phase of whatever you want to call this. This is a what you call a fourth turning. Uh, there's massive historical shifts, and the war has just begun. Yeah, you've seen Bitcoin, cr- you know, crash, or I say it's it's uh, re." Valuated. We'll get your opinion here in a minute, but there's all sorts of news coming out still. It's uh, 99bitcoins.com. They have a deal like Bitcoin has died 451 times or something. I thought that was a great <laughs> little piece. But you put out, uh, this is a link that uh, you sent to me via email before we started the show, uh, breaking the governor of Louisiana has just signed a bill that allows financial institutions in Louisiana to custody Bitcoin. And dis- digital assets for customers. So uh, interesting.
0: I don't like it, but it's cool. It's it's fine.
1: Well, is it just more of the normalization? It's you know I, th- I think Michael Saylor put
0: normalization. Out this it.
1: normalization. Yeah. Yeah. Normalization. The, the ten things that you would need to to you know fix Bitcoin or to get it to where it's supposed to go. And, you know, Bitcoin is it. It's not an anonymous asset. I mean, you can use it uh, somewhat anonymously, but it, it's at some level you are going to have you are going to be surveilled. I mean, we, we, that's that's the case. It's not a Bitcoin is not a privacy coin. I I think we've established that. Uh, I still like Bitcoin, but um, the more the, is it true? And uh, we'll, we'll we'll discuss this and then we'll move on. Is it true with some of these moves that are going on? Like the city of Fort Worth is mining Bitcoin. I mean that's if you go back to what just four years ago that would just be I think unheard of like what like a city's touching the cryptocurrency the dangerous cryptocurrency and then you get so is institutional money does it drive Bitcoin or does it kill the experiment does it does it nullify it I I, I don't know both
0: I'm, I, is there? Oh. <laughs> C oh, my answer is C
1: well I, I figured you would say something like that I'm not I'm not a hundred percent. Uh, I think uh, things lead back to Bitcoin. It could be a great way to use other cryptos. Um, but I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to dance on Bitcoin's grave, although I'm not pushing it. I'm not telling people to go buy it. I'm not, I'm not a Bitcoin maximalist or anything, but do still think that there's a story to, to, to be told here. And then we're, we're seeing that unravel. Um, but, uh, yeah, good. I saw that. I'm glad that you brought that up because I didn't, I didn't bring it up to show. And that, which just kind of lead me to, um, to ask you about where Bitcoin's going. We, the bottom, there's an article up on Cointelegraph, and uh, it's a Bitcoin holder data, hence BTC price really close to bottom. Uh, short-term holders may be done with the bulk of their panic selling while the mayor multiple shows buying the dip has rarely been more profitable. What do you think?
0: Rarely been more profitable. I mean, if you're dollar cost averaging week to week or month to month, of course, that's like the best way to do things. Um This household has two different strategies. Uh, my partner tends to dollar cost average. And until things get just kind of this is unrealistically high and then you kind of adjust that. And I tend to like really big dips. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Handle it however you want to handle it.
1: <laughs> well, the question I'd say
0: either one is okay.
1: Well, the question remains is that, uh, is this, are we seeing the bottom of this cycle, uh, for Bitcoin? Um, mm. I, I don't know. Uh, I think yeah. the problem is, is that we're still, the economy's still floating along and we haven't, you know, reached what I have.
0: You know what I have seen, Tony? I don't know if you've noticed this, and it's not a huge gap yet, but there have been two or three days now where Bitcoin's not moving exactly with the stock market. Now, that could change, and it could pop right back in, but what I'm watching for right now and what's going to let me know is I want to see Bitcoin separate itself from this market. We've both been wanting to see that, but the question is whenever it does that, is it for the better or worse in that temporary moment? Because long-term, I love the idea of Bitcoin. I love the idea of, of crypto and and various assets being out there. Um, but in this moment, just be very, very, very cautious with everything, people. Everything. Yeah. It's not just cryptos right now. Everything.
1: But I think, I think a lot of people want to know, like, is this... You know, am I holding to the bottom? Is this the bottom? Is this where it it has resistance and then starts to climb back up the mountain? I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know seen, either. And, I've seen Bitcoin do crazy things, I and mean, we were talking about 2020. Bitcoin hit like three thousand. Mm-hmm. You know, after, but also gold was what eleven hundred, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, silver was eleven dollars or something like. Now you couldn't find it anywhere for that. No, um, but that was that was in response to the when we did have a crash and people forget that because the the crash in in, in March of 2020 was massive. It was the biggest crash we had since 1929. But the mm-hmm. next day, the Fed reinflated the markets. That's where those tr- more trillion they'd done about six trillion before that on the last quarter of 2019. But that leading on the first quarter of 2020, people forget that. And we're still riding off of that. Yeah. (laughs) It it seems like forever ago, but it's really not. And they've inflated that so high that I don't know to me, I, I, I want to be cautious and tell people like, while I love the technology and Bitcoin, I like your advice, uh, stay frosty because it -hmm. get weirder. Oh, it could
0: get much weirder. The only thing that would make me say differently and like I would never give anybody like a buy alert or something. But if they do decide to give more stimulus to the people, depending on what that stimulus is, the amount of the check, that's the only way that I would jump in a little bit harder right now, Tony. Like, that's it. And it's it's not because I'm like, oh, we're going to the moon. It would literally be for like a quick flip in and out. That's
1: it. <laughs> what do you um? what do you think about silver right now?
0: Oh, well, you know me. I love silver. Like, all the time. That's that's the easiest way to dollar cost average, right? Because it's more consistent for us. We know where we're at with that. And I don't have to to scare myself. And even if we got back down to, like, a, like $10, $7 silver, there's some crazy numbers people throw out there right now. I'm like, okay, that would be fantastic because I'm kind of struggling and I haven't been buying as much, so...
1: <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like, I I search. I want the audience to know. We, we there's a lot of stuff on Bitcoin. You can find a few articles on gold, uh, and I pay for some services. I can't read there. I'm not going to read the pay content on here. The stuff that I do for research. But here's something funny. You can't find almost anything on silver. It's almost Never. like, yeah. Does anybody else notice this? It's almost like they don't want you to own it or know about and
0: it. And it's it's weird because like you can find an article somewhere about some like green factory that's going up or look at this brand new solar farm. And like they'll even give you the little tickers for other various metals that might go into this. But where's silver? Like, Because these things aren't going to work without it. Um, but that's cool. That's cool. I mean, I, I I see their game. It's fine. Is
1: it is it just us in the know? I mean, are we just like this group of us that are. You know, silver bugs and gold bugs and precious metals. People are are we are we in on something that, that other people are the Nietzsche
0: in on? outcast?
1: Yeah, we're, we're very much, uh, very much a subculture at this point. I, you know, I was talking to David Knight this week too, and I said, when when normal people, because if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sorry, you're not normal. I'm sorry, you're, you're tuning in to listen to breaking uh, news. Tony and Kinsey, you're probably not normal. Uh, but when nor when the normies, the people that are and God love them, and I'm not, you know, this is some people that have they're still tuned into the mainstream from, they're watching Jim Cramer at some level, they're going to say, Well, yeah, you know, I'm losing value in my, you know, my savings and stocks don't look great, and I'm uh, there's uncertainty because of kind of like an inverse Gresham's law, you know, like Gresham's law mm-hmm. that, uh, Bad money drives out good money, so like fiat currency drives out gold for a while until the cycle completes, and then it comes back again. People find value and go look at other places like Weimar Germany, and yeah, others, but um, Zimbabwe. But you know, it's um, it's interesting because I don't think that the the metals won't be there when when we have a uh, normal people uh, look for them. You know, like in, yeah. in in a in a in a down cycle. Um, and the reason I say that is because I'm already, I mean, you see shortages now and the prices is where, and the price is insane. And people talking you talk about premiums with mints. I mean, the last time I was pricing uh, spots and we'll get to s- official spot here, but spots like a little under 22 for silver, $22 and uh, an American Eagle to retail out of like JM Bullion or me, it's going to be like over 33. Mm-hmm. I'll pull that up and check real quick. But what do you think about that? The the, the amount of premiums are already there. What are they going to go to when there's I mean the demand really trips into the uh the mainstream uh economy? What do you think?
0: I don't even know what to think. And to throw on top of that, just this might seem kind of random, but I wanted to throw it out to you because I know that you handle some scrap stuff as well did you hear that we already have like aluminum refiners and people going out of business because they don't have the money as of yet to stay open? Now, a lot of these same refiners, some of their other smaller business would be, you know, the scrap silver, gold and platinum palladium out of like batteries and things like that. And, you know, what will get weird is like you'll have that rush again to where maybe I can't go and buy a coin from you, but you better believe that I am
1: Broke up a little bit there, Kinzie. She, she'll and probably come back. There you go.
0: Yeah, there I am. So I would be like searching the thrift store for, I don't know, like any silver set that could be there. Some not so great jewelry, whatever it might be. But I would just have, you'd have to search for scrap. So if you don't have that today and maybe your, your funds aren't quite there to get a coin, you know, scrap silver, scrap gold. It's still good to hold it's still silver it's still gold you know um but if we have refiners closing down that's that's just crazy because that's even less that can make it to the market in a form of a bar or something
1: yeah the price on uh one ounce uh silver eagles yeah. the jm Bullion, right now is 34 dollars and 28 cents oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how far we are removed i mean you think about that spread folks the spot pri- used to you know i would quote people we're 2 dollars over spot on silver and we're 50 dollars over spot on gold that was that when i started my business we're just way past anything like that and uh yeah i mean it's like at what point is is the the premium does it just completely wipe out the usefulness of that of purchasing that I don't know. I don't yeah. know. It, it's some, the dem- is the demand slowing for these things. I, I don't get a lot of silver Eagle orders. Um, mm-hmm. Mainly because I talk people out of them. And uh, <laughs> that's, that's, and, and the, th- the thing is, it's because I make, I'm going to make the same, whether I sell you an Eagle or not, I sell you, I mean, I'm going to make this exact same. That's not the point of the sale. It's, it's just like, Hey, you know, you could get more silver and that's my job. You know, I want to, I want you to get more metal for your dollar. Hmm. i think that's interesting uh we had a question in the uh chat i don't know if you noticed that let me put it up on the screen uh exchange long to 2700 to liquidate all short sellers this is, what do you think of that
0: i mean Would it's you- a possibility but i don't i didn't look at a, a chart to know that that happened so i don't know <laughs> I, don't know. I know that there's a lot of funny business going on in every market right now, though. Um, and next week, Tony, I could not send any links this week. I haven't had time to research it. Uh, maybe you've heard something about it. This switches over to crypto. FTX has bailed out numerous exchanges. That makes me nervous.
1: Yeah, well, they had something Goldman, I believe, is uh, looking to bail out. And I'll have to pull that up. But it was one of the... Uh, Maybe it's on Cointelegraph. Um, but we'll, let me go back to their news portion, but they had, they had something on this, on this, uh, earlier. Okay. Um, and I want to say it was Goldman. Uh, this is, I think Coindesk is what I, where I found it. Standby. We got, and we got slow internet at the exact same time I'm running my show. So that's fun. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, Goldman Sachs leading investor group to buy celsius assets this is from sources the wall street firm is seeking a two billion in commitments from investors to buy distressed assets to at steep discounts in the crypto if the crypto lender goes bankrupt so just another i think i think uh what we we titled the show last week um, chaos brings desired conclusion the cbdc and i think Mm -hmm. the markets are reaping um the benefit of uh of having this uh, this crash as well, some of the uh, institutional money. If you will.
0: that's weird, why Goldman would even want to touch Celsius assets?
1: Yeah, it is weird. That's um, weird.
0: Yeah, I want to read that later.
1: I do think that more institutional funds in in these big banks will be buying up more of the crypto, and that's what this all all of this is 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 a consolidation game. Any sort of new technology, you want to buy it on the cheap. So I yeah. always trust. You know, we just like, why would the Fed do that? Why would the Fed? Well, is it creative destruction? Are they picking winners and losers? Right. And I I don't know. Um, These are open questions. Um, Had one more thought on gold. I'm glad we talked about silver because I I always feel like I'm maybe in a twilight zone where I'm. You know, you find out silver doesn't exist. Why are you look? What are you talking about? What do you what do you mean silver? I never heard of, what is the silver you speak of? Because I'm always looking for stories on silver, and I almost find nothing. And it's this huge. It should be talked about all the time, Like because there's just so many uses, so many so much upside. The demand is insane, but you just see like, well, the price went down again. Uh, we can't <laughs> find it, but the prices a strong dollar. Uh, this is Kitco. And uh, I'll get you, this is the, yeah, there, and uh, I love the chat here. This is, uh, Alma says there's a, there's a gold crypto.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, I've, and silver.
1: Yes. Um, this is Kitco. Gold continues to drift lower as focus remains on rate hikes and recession. Now, can somebody please explain to me w- w- what that means? I mean, I, I know that the headline, what it says, but.
0: I think that your idea of, like, there is psychological warfare going on as to what the average American should do with their money is very real right now. Very real.
1: I I just don't get that. Everything. It's, it's like, what is that? Uh, everything that you learned is wrong, you know, and everything I've learned over the years about uh, economics doesn't seem to be playing out in my own business Um, but especially, you know, you, you've got rate hikes, you've got, um, recession and then you see lower and lower price. I don't, I don't think this is, uh, going to last forever, but I don't know when it will end where it just this cycle of, uh, uncertainty, fear and doubt. Right. And then we have lower prices on precious metals where people are supposed to go. It doesn't make any sense. When we hit the all-time high on gold back in 2020, do you recall what was driving that? And it was just a little bit of uncertainty, and the markets were sputtering along. Businesses had still not completely opened back up and still haven't to this day uh, since the lockdowns of 2020. And it's just amazing to me that it it, all-time high was on the heels of that and there was a lot of the, the again the I remember the driving force was uncertainty where we were headed the election cycle and now you're even more challenges again it's been more uh, more uncertainty more disruption in the prices where it's at so I think it may be just a great time not a, not oh, I have to do my disclaimer not uh, not telling you to do it not that's not an infomercial but it may be a good time because it's cheap to own it so yeah I know that's what I'm doing, and uh, I've got some. I've got some in the shop, and you can call me Wise Wolf. Uh, we've got gold and silver, and I've uh, got some good deals on American Eagles. Um Let's see. One more comment before we go. Copper only recycling at three dollars USD. WTF?
0: WTF? That's just show title. WTF. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well we're in that i'm glad i have you to talk to because i i feel like when i'm looking at this these issues um looking at uh the prices of metals and availability and where we go from here and i I don't know it's it's the it's the clown world economy the bermuda triangle economy however you want to you want to put it it makes no sense but we can at least try to talk it out we'll do the dialectic not the uh not the Hegelian one but the 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 one that you know that was uh, classical philosophy back and forth until we figure out the truth. Does that sound okay with you, Kenzie?
0: That sounds fine by me. And I wouldn't be too if somebody's actually concerned with where copper's recycling at. I wouldn't be too concerned right now. I'd just be happy that it's at three. But also, I don't know where they're getting that data from. I have a feeling that it's probably a little bit higher, and that's probably just like your your crappy copper that hasn't been like stripped or is clean. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, we had that, uh, the guy on the show that was into mining and, you know, there's so much of that going on in the mining sector. We get some more mining people on here because you can see a lot of the, the, the big funds are, are getting into mining, uh, kind of anticipating where we're going to be as an economy. Although I will say last week when we when we covered the fact that Robert Kiyosaki of rich dad, poor dad fame said that uh, canned tuna was a better investment <laughs> yeah, uh, the guy I learned gold and silver from, <laughs> uh, and, uh, le- you know, read most of all of his books and, uh, and he's saying, Hey, you can't eat gold and silver. The coming from Robert Kiyosaki talking about where we, I think that says a lot. Um, mm-hmm. and I, he's one of those guys that, that tends to be right. Uh, you don't want him to be right because, uh, Anytime we talk about any of these things, um, massive implications for for people. This is people's lives, you know, Yes, with these numbers on the screen.
0: Well, I feel like that's why we can both agree that, you know, you want to make sure that other things are in order. I'd say before you even consider um, buying gold or silver too heavy, um, you know, make sure that you do have that extra food and that extra water. That's not a bad idea. Um, for me, I stack gold and silver because if something wonky happens, I want to be able to still have some form of wealth on the other side of whatever wonkiness happened. I know that's a weird way to put that, but, um, I don't plan on using my gold or silver to get food. Like I have food. I have seeds. I have a place to plant those seeds and, uh, rainwater collection is, that's not just for shift. That's just how I get my water. So, (laughs) um, I try to you know, have buffer zones around those sorts of things, Tony, and hopefully we can not just, you know, survive, but maybe thrive compared to what's going on in other households.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Lots of changes coming up and, uh um, Kinsey and I will do our best to, to navigate these treacherous waters ahead. I don't, I don't think, uh, that things are going to calm down. I think there's going to be an accelerating, uh, series of events, uh, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to the economy. So, 3 p.m. Central Time. Don't forget that. The Wise Wolf Golden Crypto Show. Uh, every Saturday. To the best of our ability. Kenzie and I have been talking. We're trying to find the best time. And and we'll take your comments. Uh, you know, and We may end up opening up phone lines at some time. Not right now. Uh, but uh, if you've got questions for next week, you, know, you tune in during the live show. And of course, you can find us anywhere podcasts are found. Sometimes the podcast channel has other shows on it, like other interviews and things. So you might want to, you might want to subscribe. It's always a good idea. Um, Kenzie, you got anything before we head out?
0: Well, I was going to say, you know, cause in the future we could take calls, but if somebody was ever concerned about that, I would say whether it be on YouTube or podcast comments, somebody could just ask a question or comments. Couldn't they? Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 Y'all feel free to do that it- always fine and we don't just have to be live you can do it when we're off the air as well and you know hopefully we'll be able to see it and if we didn't you can yell at us and go hey ding bats i asked you something and we'll go find it well
1: <laughs> this is what this is all about it's just a conversation and and a good a good time to uh to say hey i've got some products um you can get a good deal on which you know i was reading you the prices on jm bullion and uh, uh they're I'll have to find out what they were wanting for MS sixty two graded Liberties. I didn't even look at that, but I I guarantee you it's more than two thousand. So I'll do them for two thousand uh, just to get them out the door. Uh, but you can you can talk to me on Monday. But yeah, we'll have we'll have more deals. I've I've had people reach out to me and say, uh, "Would you guys please do a show on like how to set up a digital wallet or uh, things? You know how to safely um, retain crypto." uh or how to you know buy and sell gold and I know Kenzie's all for that. We'll we'll uh and maybe we'll have to get Kenzie in the studio. She's a real person. She does exist. I mean she does in in the th- in the third dimension she is real. We'll have to get we'll have to get Kenzie back in the studio sometimes. <laughs> I, I saw a video like it was reminding me like, hey do you remember this when you were alive? And it was uh 2020 and mm-hmm. uh it had it was me and you here in the studio and I had one microphone. <laughs> Uh, back one of our first shows, we've done many, many shows since then. So, uh, and Kenzie's now the Twitter for Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. So, I oh geez. my
0: gosh, did you see the typo I did this week of like yeah. just buy Bitcoin? And then I didn't notice <laughs> until I saw people started liking it. And then I went, No, like I'm screaming <laughs> in the house. I was like, This is so bad. I don't know why my phone decided that because I corrected it three times. And then I just didn't quadruple check it before sending. And I'm like, well, it's what's done is done.
1: Well, uh, notice that there was a there was no reaction from me. <laughs> it was that's how I that's how much confidence I have. And I understand and we all we all make even our our phones do make a lot of mistakes for us.
0: It's that good. yeah, that one made me mad. It did some kind of update this week and I've had a couple of issues, but. It's it's trying to get smarter. I don't know, not very you bright.
1: Could, you can find that that uh, Twitter handle at WiseWolfGold. So and Kinsey's gone f- full on Kinsey on the Twitter, which I told her to. She finally <laughs> listened. I'm like, just do, just be you. It's fine, it's fine. And we had like 50 followers, and then it's gone up from there. And we've got uh, we got some activity. So go find us over on Twitter. That's usually the best place to find Kinsey. And of course, at WiseWolfGold on Instagram at wise wolf gold on Facebook it's so popping. and uh, YouTube for, I think YouTube's allowing me to broadcast still. Um, They don't know who I am. <laughs> they haven't caught on. Uh, So we'll, we'll take advantage of that uh, for a while. But uh, anyway, we'll, we'll get out of here. We'll see you guys next week. Remember 3 p.m. Central time on Saturdays. Uh, bring your questions, bring your comments. Uh, we'll be live again next week. So uh, say say bye to the people, kids
0: Bye, guys. All
1: right, I'm gonna play our outro music. You guys, uh, be careful out there. Stay cool. We'll see you then. Let me find. Let me find. I would just had it. It was just. It was. Oh, just,
0: do we need to keep talking?
1: Oh, it <laughs> was one of the, yes, like dead air. And dead air is happening. Let's see. Uh, there we go. All right, there's the wise wolf outro. Just takes a second. My computer's gonna be really slow. There we go. All right. <laughs>